Hello and welcome to Woman Heal Podcast, a sacred space for women to work through the hard stuff while becoming more self-aware, healing past wounds, and transforming into the highest version of themselves. I am your host, Carla R. Cannon, the Trailblazer, and I serve as an entrepreneur, author, and coach where I teach women how to unlock their perspective, unleash their potential, and get activated into purpose while maintaining harmony in their everyday lives. Today, we are talking about signs of a toxic relationship. Sis, listen, it is time to get rid of all of the toxicity in our lives, but I wanna challenge you. Oftentimes, when we think of a toxic relationship, we're always thinking about the other person, but I wanna encourage you to dig deep and make sure that you're not the toxic person in any relationship. And toxicity is not limited to romantic relationships. It could be a toxic work environment, toxic coworkers, spouse, friends, various relationships, okay? So Lillian Glass, who is a California-based communication and psychology expert, she defines a toxic relationship as any relationship between people who don't support each other where there's conflict and one seeks to undermine the other, while there's competition, disrespect, and a lack of cohesiveness, right? And we understand that cohesiveness is the quality of forming a united whole, not sticking together or a lack of togetherness, right? A toxic relationship can also be defined as consistently unpleasant or draining for the people that's involved to the point that negative moments outweigh the positive ones. Dr. Kristen Fuller is a family medicine physician who specializes in mental health and adds that toxic relationships are mentally, emotionally, and possibly even physically damaging to one or both participants. A toxic person can also be defined as anyone whose behavior adds negativity and constant upset to your life. And before we dive deeper, I want to just confess that there was a time that I was the toxic person in some of my relationships, some of my friendships throughout my life. I have 37 years now of experience. And so not only have I experienced toxic people, but I've been a toxic person. Not only have I experienced betrayal, but unfortunately I've betrayed the trust of other people. Whether the intentions, you know, whether it was unintentional, it doesn't matter, it happened, right? So again, toxic relationships can include family, professional, romantic, or any friendships, right? Sometimes toxic relationships are the result of imperfect pairing, like two people who need to be in control or a sarcastic type dating someone without thick skin. So sometimes you can be in a situation, right? Hopefully you're not in a situation ship, but sometimes there can be a situation where the two people are just not, let's say equally yoked, right? Um, the mindset, I'm not saying you gotta think the exact same, but everything is a challenge. Everything is complicated. It doesn't gel together. Here's that word again, it's a lack of cohesiveness. So it is actually possible to be in a toxic relationship with someone where you're toxic to one another, but then you can leave that relationship and experience peace and harmony with someone else. And I've seen that happen. Now, I do understand that behaviors and patterns, they follow you wherever you go, but it also is all about 
the personality, you know, the mindset, the rhythm of that person, the energy of that individual. And the truth is just some people can pull out our inner ratchetness, right? <laughs> but let's not ignore the fact that people can only pull out of us what's inside of us. So this is why healing is imperative to our process to becoming her, the best version of who we're destined to be, right? So our behavioral patterns matter. Our mindset matters. Mental, internal programming matters. Our childhood experiences matter. Now, let's get into the bread and butter of today's message because we're talking about signs of a toxic relationship. We have now defined or have various definitions of what a toxic relationship is because sometimes you be thinking you good and sis, you really are just attracted to dysfunction. So we really gotta deal with that. Like, what about you that keeps attracting dysfunction into your life? And sometimes when everything is calm, we don't know what to do. I've been like that in my life before where as long as it was chaotic and it was always something going on, it was interesting, right? Even if it was painful, that is so crazy, but that's the truth. And then when everything started to calm down and my life, had, my life began to have more peace and make more sense, it was like, mm, nothing's popping off. <laughs> but I had to learn how to stand or sit and enjoy peace and comfort and be okay with absolutely nothing popping off, right? We can go to the shade room and get all the updates that we need on all the ratchetness and all the things that are popping off. And unfortunately, even with those people, those are real people. So, un you know, it's, it's sad that people get off on the misfortune of other people. I'm just saying, if you need to be entertained, social media has tons of resources for you to be entertained while your life is aligned, calm, clear of clutter, you know what I'm saying? And allows you to just continue to operate your purpose and reach your maximum potential. So here are some signs of a toxic relationship. It can be a shift in how you view yourself, a shift in your mental health, a lack of inner peace, feeling as though you can't communicate with your partner without it turning into an argument. That can be toxic. Controlling behaviors, jealousy, Come on, ladies, he done called you 20 times, you know, just, just possessiveness. And you think it's so cute and you don't realize he is displaying possessive characteristics, which actually is exposing his toxicity, right? Or, um, you know, jealousy, like he don't want me to be around nobody. You think that's so cute, all he want me to himself. Nah, bro got some insecurities. So I want to encourage you to start paying attention to the red flags and paying attention to the signs early so you don't end up, although we come to the end of the road, like you don't end up down the road. <laughs> and then you be like, what has happened here? Pay attention to the signs ahead of time, you know? Um, more examples of a toxic relationship can be, or characteristics rather, dishonesty, patterns of disrespect, negative financial behaviors, lack of support, constantly feeling drained, constant judgment, all take, no give, lack of trust, and narcissism. A narcissist is someone who has an obsessive interest in uh, a special interest or admiration within themselves, for themselves. They are just totally consumed with themselves. We all know a few narcissists, right? But again, remember, this is all about you. Woman Heal Podcast is the place where you can take 
introspective, you know, look introspectively within yourself and take inventory of your own life without catch, catch, um, casting, I can't talk today, without casting judgment on anyone else. But you're saying, yo, I'm not pointing fingers. Let me make sure I'm good. Let me make sure my heart is clear. A toxic relationship can also be one that is characterized by behaviors on the part of the ta uh, toxic partner that are either emotionally, mentally, or physically damaging to their partner. So the energy that you put out is so important. Now, once you've identified the toxicity within a relationship, how do you break those unhealthy patterns? Number one is be active in your relationship. Number two, make time to connect and share experiences and be honest, you know? Number three, practice listening without judgment. Be that person's safe space. Number four, take a step back and try to look at your relationship objectively. And in doing this, you might have to make an intelligent decision that says, listen, this just isn't working. We're not working. Number five, stop the blame game. It's not all them and it's not all you. I always say it takes two people to make a relationship work. It also takes two people to destroy it, you know? So regardless of a person that cheated and they say, well, I cheated because you da 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 da. But if you really think about it and you get to the underlying issues, yeah, sometimes they got issues within themselves and we can truly never force anyone to do anything that's not who they are, right? But then there are also times we'll be like, yo, I contributed to certain things. We just gotta be honest and put on our big girl panties and really assess. Now, I know I'm giving examples as far as romantic relationships because who you tie yourself together romantically, who that's a big deal. That's a, you know, I always say that choosing Christ as your personal, your Lord and personal savior is a very important decision of your life and who you choose to marry. Those are two critical decisions that you will ever make that will determine the outcome of your life number six if we're going to break unhealthy patterns in relationships we have to take responsibility we got to get rid of the blame game and you know just all of that take responsibility for your stuff but don't take on false burdens don't take on things that's not yours you can't carry yours and theirs it's like yo i'll take mine but i need you to take yours right Number seven, commit to change by doing the work. Doing the work can include hiring a therapist. You know, if it is a romantic relationship, going to couples therapy, but individual therapy is always so important because I've seen so many people lose themselves in marriages or relationships. And it's very important that you maintain your individuality. I actually talk about this in my book, Successfully Single. How to live the life of your dreams now and we talk a lot about healing i'm really encouraging single women who desire to be married um to really do their work to heal from childhood traumas to you know really take inventory of their lives become the list that they so often create and really get clear on who they are what they desire what they want and what you don't want and so you definitely can check out that resource either at carlacannon.com or wherever books are sold Number eight, release the need to win the argument. Release the need to win the argument, right? And so one of the things that I've learned is that when it's two people that's coming together, 
and there becomes a problem, it's you and that person against the problem, not you two against each other. And a lot of times in relationships, when an issue arises, friendships, whether it's a professional relationship or marriage or family dynamics, we attack each other rather than attacking the problem. So I hope that resonates with you today. Let it be you and that person against the problem and not you and that person against each other, especially if it's somebody that you love. And if we're going to grow in our relationships, it's going to require transparency and authenticity. We're going to have to be honest and start sharing what we feel rather than what we fear. Because when we say hurtful things, a lot of times we're lashing out out of fear. Don't do that. Just say, yo, when you do such and such, or when you say such and such, I feel. And that puts you in a vulnerable space. But when you are in covenant or a close relationship with people, you need to be able to be safe. And if you're not safe, then you need to reposition those people in your lives. Now, I'm an avid believer that if after I communicate that something bothers me and you continue to disrespect or continue to do the same thing, you clearly don't care. So you either A, gotta go, or I gotta reposition you. Now, I'm not the type of person that believes that you gotta cut everybody off. And I just, the world is small. Some people definitely grab the scissors, cut, snip, snip, you know? But there are some people that you just, they don't have the capacity to be your friend but they actually may be cool as far as networking within your industry. You see what I'm saying? They may be an industry um, partner, but not necessarily a friend, you know? We just gotta get clear on people's places in our lives. Number nine, agree to disagree. If we're gonna break unhealthy patterns in relationships, we gotta agree to disagree. It just gotta be like, all right, I don't agree, but okay. You know, you don't want everybody around you that just agrees with everything you say, but there is a way to disagree. It doesn't have to be that stupid, that's dumb. It doesn't have to be degrading and disrespectful, but it does, you know, it just needs to be, oh, okay, I understand. I, I can see that from your perspective. All right, no problem. You know, one of the advantages that I have as a, a certified life coach is I have the opportunity to speak to so many different people. So because I speak to so many different people, I'm I'm exposed to so much more and it shifts, it really expanded my perspective because I used to be a very close-minded person, like it was this way and that's it, and also a very religious person. But then I learned like, yo, there's more than one way to skin a cat, like chill out. Your way works for you and their way works for them, right? And then lastly, number 10, be willing to admit that you both did your best and may have outgrown the relationship. That's like really mature. That's some straight up putting your big girl panties on. When you can say, listen, we're both really good people, but we're not good together. I don't think you're a bad person. You don't think I'm a bad person. But when we come together, bad things happen. So therefore, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta switch it up. And I've had to do this in friendships. You know, it wasn't necessarily that certain people were bad people. It was just where I was in my life at that time and where they were, it was just like we play a Marco Polo, you know, we absolutely have nothing in common. The things that you, you still want to gossip and talk about people, or you want to just talk about all the reality shows. And I'm over here trying to build an empire, um, you know, help people heal and overcome that. First of all, heal myself, you know what I'm saying? And then share the knowledge that I learned along the way. So you definitely have to be equally yoked. A lot of times people uh, in the religious sector feel that equally yoked is if you're both Christians. Well, child you know, you can be, you know, 
we ain't gonna go there today but y'all know what i'm trying to say it is it's more than that it's not just about do you are you both christians you both love jesus yeah we love jesus but we still not good together that don't make you bad people so these 10 um 10 strategies on how to break unhealthy patterns and relationships guys if you this is probably something you want to put on replay replay you want to listen to again get your pen and your pad and again the very essence of this message is not to point fingers but to do a self-evaluation evaluate yourself first like do i do this am i like that do i have this tendency you know and if you do, make the proper changes. And sometimes changes include um, giving, you know, issuing an apology. If you're the type of person that really doesn't apologize, humbling yourself and just saying, hey, I'm sorry. All right. Enjoy today's show. Be sure to subscribe to be notified when a new episode is released. And leave a review on Woman Heal. Uh, and share how it has added value to your life. I would love to hear from you. To connect further, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Carla R. Cannon. And then don't forget, share this podcast with a sister friend who really needs to hear this message. Also, remember, what happened to you may not have been your fault, but healing is your responsibility. Until next time.